boy, oh boy, am I working really hard, Nussan said to his classmates. I am so, so, so tired. Every day I come home from school, I take out all the garbages, and I clear the table from whatever's on it, and I set the table. And then I go ahead and I put the dishes on the table, and after supper I clear the table. And then I do my homework. I spend probably six hours every night on homework. Oh, come on, Nussin, Avramel said. It's impossible. There's no way in a million years you spend six hours on homework. Well, there aren't even a million years yet, Nussin said back to Avramel. You know, it's just like an exaggeration. Like sometimes, like the Gemara says in Harius, the Chachamim sometimes exaggerated. We learned that in Night Seder America. So I'm also allowed to exaggerate sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time. I don't exaggerate all the time. Just sometimes I'm exaggerating. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's called a goose, but it's an exaggeration. But I work really, really hard. Sammy, who just joined the conversation, asked the obvious question. Nussan, why are you working so hard? I mean, it's good and all. I love doing homework too. And I love doing chores and helping my parents out because the big mitzvah of Kibbutz Ava'im and everyone knows that when I do Kibbutz Ava'im, I wear my Shabbos clothes and everything. So, you still do that? Yikusil asked Sammy. Well, actually, <laughs> I would, but my parents won't let. They actually locked my Shabbos clothes closet so that I can't even get to them because, well... Anyway, but the point is, Nussan, so just tell me, tell all of us, well, why are you working so hard? Nussan said with a big smile on his face. Well, the other day, I mean, not the other day, really, a few days ago, like a few weeks ago, like about a week, um, let me think a second. Oh, it was actually, wow, time flies. It was two and a half weeks ago. I was on my way home from school, and I passed by the watch shop. The watch shop? That place is so expensive. I know. And I was looking in the window of the watch shop. Yeah, and what happened? And I saw in the window the most magnificent, the most amazing watch. You know what this watch does? This watch tells time. Yeah, no doll, of course. Okay, Avramel, don't interrupt me. I'm going to tell you what it does. Okay, Nelson. Okay, go ahead. And besides for telling time and having an alarm and having a stopwatch and having all those other normal functions of a watch... This watch is also a calculator. Okay, very good. No, so watch. It's also an MP3 player. Plays music. Oh, that, that's Chashev. That's Chashev. And it also has the ability to actually serve as a walkie-talkie. Oh, oh I have one of those, Maishi says from the back. Yeah, I wanted a Mishmore raffle. A pair of them. And they broke. And then, and then I got my father. I convinced him to order me another pair. And guess what? They broke too. Eh, don't get it. Junk. It's junk. Don't get it. Don't get it. Hey, but I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yigusil said to Maishi, "Didn't your father have a warranty on them?" Yeah, but he said he couldn't find it. It was somewhere in Amazon World, you know, in Amazon Land, and he couldn't find it. So I, I don't get. It. I'm telling you, it's bad. It's bad to get. No, no, no. But let me explain. Nelson said, "The guys and guys, let me explain. It's very, very important. This watch, this watch isn't like a piece of plastic junk made in China. Oh, don't say China. It's a dangerous word. Okay, fine. I won't. Um, but it's not only really a plastic piece of piece of junk that that you know is going to break in a day." This watch is made by Timex, you know, the famous watchmaking company. And this watch also has a special button that you could actually press in case of an emergency. And it automatically calls a number that you program into the watch. Oh, boy. 
My brother does that all the all the time. You know, my parents, my parents' cell phone it has a thing for nine one one on it. And my little brother, he's six years old, and he he every day he goes home. He says he's bored, and he just presses the button, and boom! A few minutes later, woo woo woo! woo police are there, and you know whatever. No, 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 Daniel, that's not no. It's not that kind of button. It's actually recessed into the recess. Who said this recess now? I thought class is starting in five minutes. <laughs> You can see, oh, class is starting in five minutes. No, the button is recessed. It means that in the back of the watch, there's the flat part, and then there's a little hole, and in that hole, you have to, like, squeeze in your finger, actually probably use a pen or something. You can press a button, and it's emergency. It's really cool, and, and it glows in the dark, and it varies its colors. Like, you can make it flash, you know, different colors, yellow, red, blue, orange, purple, like in the middle of the night. It's really, It's a really cool watch. Okay, anyway, uh, once heard of Chaim Kanievsky held um, that uh, you shouldn't wear watches because it's... Uh, it... You know what? Nothing said to his friends. Listen, I, I, I want to just tell you. You don't have to buy the watch. You don't have to wear the watch. I like the watch. It's nice to me. And you know what? And if you don't want to hear my story, I, I'm just going to leave. Uh, no, Nazan, no, no, no. Everyone started to say, Hey, Nazan, no, we don't... All right, the point is, I went home after I saw the watch... And I asked my parents if I can get it. My parents said, well, how much does the watch cost? And I said, I don't know. So I went back to the store the next day, and I looked at the price, and I almost fell on the floor um, because the watch costs $150. That's it? That's so cheap. It's probably junk. I told you, it's a Timex watch. And if you say that again, I'm just going to stop telling the story, and I'm not going to let you know about that the, the fact that my parents said that I can get the watch. Oh, yeah. Nelson said, please stop. Okay, okay. All right, so everyone, everyone was quiet, and Nelson finished. And he said, he, I went home that, that afternoon, and I told my father that, that, that the watch cost $150. And my father said, if you think we're going to buy you a $150 watch, then I'm sorry to say you are mistaken. And I said to my father, but, but ta, I get an allowance every single week of, of about $10. Boy, are you lucky, Sammy said. You get an allowance every week? That's right. Wow. I get an allowance like like for Hanukkah and sometimes for Pesach, you know. <laughs> well, I get an allowance every week, ten dollars. Ten dollars? Avramel said, Wow, that's a lot. My parents make me do all these chores and I only get a dollar. What do you buy for a dollar? A dollar a week? Yeah, that's a point. I get like a soda or two or something like that. Well my parents give me ten dollars a week and, and, and I told my father, look, ten dollars in hundred fifty dollars is fifteen weeks. That's not so much, it's about four months. And and the truth is that that if I like work really hard, maybe I can get more. You know, Nelson, you're lucky. You, you only have a few kids in your family, so your parents could afford to give you ten dollars a week for. Well, I have nothing I can do about that. It's, it's not my fault that I only have two brothers. Well, anyway, my brothers don't do much in the house anyway. I mean, I mean, oops, that was lushing hard. I didn't mean to say that. What I meant to say is, my brothers do a lot, and just they don't do a lot of a lot. And there's a lot of stuff to do in the house, and and I'm the one who does a lot of it, and and I get I get my ten dollars. But I told my father, what if I worked really hard and I do even more stuff? Can I get more money? And I said, what if I get every grade, every subject, straight A's on my report card, which is coming out in about three weeks? Could I get extra money for my extra chores? And could I get extra money for my extra A's? What's the big deal? Avramel said. I always get A's. Yeah, well, Avramel, I'm, I'm not as smart as you. Yikusil said, uh, I always get A's too. Yeah, you can see it, but you get A's as in absent. Like, <laughs> you're absent on Monday, you're absent on Wednesday, like those kind of A's. That's not what kind of A's we're talking about. We're talking about like A's. Sammy spoke up. 
Well, just because I don't get A's doesn't mean that I'm not smart. It's just that I'm smart in a different way. Sometimes, sometimes I'm, 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 I'm very smart in math. Sometimes in English depends different situations. So I think that it's fine not to get an A. Nussin sighed deeply. He said, I don't mean that anyone should be... I'm not trying to say someone's not smart. That's not my point. My point was, my parents, like when I get A's, and I was telling my parents, if I work really hard, probably I'll get A's, and can I get money, extra money for A's? My parents agreed, and they agreed that if I work really hard and do great chores, then I'll get $20 a week for allowance. $20 a week, half the class said. And also, if I get straight A's in my report card... And they said I have to get good behavior um, comments. Then my parents said they'll give me for my straight A's and my good behavior $50. That means that it will take me five weeks, basically when the report cards would come out from the time of the beginning of the story, to now five weeks to get my watch. Boy, oh boy, I am so excited. I can't wait. And Nussan's smile was really wide. And all the boys were, wow, they were, you know what? Actually, they were jealous. Because, well, they were jealous not so much about all the hard work he had to do, but about the fact that in the end of the day, his parents were willing to buy him such a fancy watch. And the day Nussan walked into the classroom wearing his fancy watch... You can be sure the jealousy was even more. Boy, oh boy, I can't even tell you. Everyone admired that watch. Woo-hee! My, oh my, that's a beautiful watch, everyone said. Every single person, not just children, not just kids, teachers too. Sammy walked into class. The first thing his rabbi said, Rabbi Gold called him over, and when he saw his wrist, he said, Sammy, come on over. I mean, it's Sammy, sorry. Nelson, come on over. Nelson, come on over. Let me see that. Ooh-wee. That is some watch. Sure is some good watch, his rabbi said. Wow. And what does it do? Nelson, of course, got an opportunity to show off his watch a little bit. And the MP3 player on his watch, it didn't need headphones. It played music through a little speaker. It wasn't so loud, but it was loud enough to sit and do your homework with music coming out of your wrist. Everyone was really, really impressed with Nelson's watch. A couple days passed by, and Sammy came into school one day, and before class started, he walked over quietly to Nelson, and he said, Nelson, Yes, Sammy. Nelson, I would like to buy your watch. You what? Well, I went to the store. I went to the watch store that you talked about. And I asked them about your watch. And they told us, they told me, that they don't have any more. And they're not planning to get in any more. Because the company doesn't seem to be having that many of them available. And they can't promise me it's going to come. And, and, and I really like your watch. I want to buy it. <laughs> you want to buy my watch. You don't even have any money to buy my watch. I mean, you're the one who, remember, you don't get allowance for Hanukkah, maybe Pesach. Actually, you'll never believe what happened, Sammy said. You see, when I went home yesterday, I checked the watch store. Not that I had any money at the time, but I checked the watch store anyway. And when I came home, there was an envelope there, and it was to me. And I opened the envelope, and guess what? 
We don't know, Sammy. Just just tell me. I don't know, Sammy. Oops. I don't know, Sammy. Just tell me. It was a letter from my friend. Who's your friend? Avremel overheard it as he walked by. Sammy has friends? Huh. That's interesting. It was from my friend, the King of Portugal. The King of Portugal? I remember when he came to town. That was a pretty incredible story, Sammy. I know. The king of Portugal, when he came to town, he became my friend. You remember that? Yeah, he even came to your house from Alava Malka. The have Cholent, I forgot. But anyway, the point is, he came to your house, right? I remember that. Well, anyway, the king of Portugal sent me a letter. And in the letter, it said that he was sorry that he missed my last birthday. Because he usually sends me a birthday card. And he had a check in there for a birthday present. Now, a birthday present from a king isn't like like $18 or something like that. The birthday present was for $500. All the boys who were walking around Nussan, who happened to hear Sammy say the words, birthday present, $500, they all stopped and came running over and said, what was that, what was that, Sammy? Oh, I- I'm nothing, nothing. Did you get a birthday present of $500 from your grandparents or something? Or something. We'll talk about it later, Nelson, okay? And Nelson said, okay. A little bit later, during recess, Sammy came over to Nelson and to finish the conversation and said, Nelson, I really would like to buy your watch. And I'll give you $175 for it. My parents said I could. My parents said I could buy the watch. Well, you know, Nelson said... I I, 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 don't really want to sell it. I worked so hard for this watch, and, and I really like it. And, and, and you're saying I can't even get another one. And I, I'd really, I'd really, I really, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather not. And Sammy said, "Oh, it's such a nice watch. I want it so bad." I, I, I ah. and Sammy walked away. The rest of the day, Nelson tried to avoid Sammy trying to make sure Sammy wanted to ask him that question again, because Nussan didn't want to be bothered. And Nussan tried to avoid Sammy the rest of the week in school, but finally on Friday, on Friday afternoon, as everyone was leaving to home, Nussan and his friends were all talking excitedly, and they started to walk home together. And then that last block that they were walking, it was Nussan and Sammy. And Nussan and Sammy were talking, and the conversation turned to Nussan's watch. Please, Nelson, please, I'll give you $200 for that watch. I really, really, really want it. I'm I'm really not comfortable, Sammy. Please, I don't want to sell it. I I like my watch. I worked so hard. Please don't bother me. Sammy stomped away. The next week on Monday, when they got back to school, they were getting ready for gym when Sammy came over to Nelson. And this time when Sammy came over to Nelson, there were a few people around. One of them was Sammy's older brother, Chaim. Another was Avramo. And they heard Sammy say to Nelson, Nelson, I'm begging you, pretty please. I, I want it so badly. Please, oh please, could you give it to me? I, it's, actually, it's actually a mitzvah to sell it to me. Because you see, it's sometimes very hard for me to sit down and do my work. It's sometimes hard for me to motivate myself 
And if I have that music playing from my wrist, so just get an MP3 player, Nelson said. Yeah, but MP3 players aren't as nice and as fancy, and, and, and it doesn't have an emergency button on an MP3. Who cares about an emergency button? Yeah, but it's, it's so cool. Please, I really beg of you, please give it to me. Nelson didn't know what to do. He was squirming. He was uncomfortable. And Sammy said, please, I really want it really badly. And Nelson said, oh, uh, okay, fine, just don't bother me about it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you when you give me the money. And Sammy reached into his pocket and he pulled out $200 and he handed them to Nelson. Nelson's eyes widened with surprise. He couldn't believe Sammy was carrying 200 smackaroos right in his pocket in school. Nelson had no choice. It was, it was with a sad face that he took off his watch and he handed it to Sammy. And Sammy proudly put it on. When they got back to class, Rabbi Gold noticed something. He noticed that Sammy was wearing Nussin's watch. And more importantly, he noticed that Nussin's face was a bit down and sad. He called Nussin over. Nussin, is everything okay? Nussin shrugged his shoulders. He didn't know what to say because Sammy didn't do anything wrong. He couldn't get Sammy in trouble. He just shrugged his shoulders. Is Sammy wearing your watch? He kind of shrugged, yes. And he went back to his seat when his Rebbe let him. During lunchtime, Rabbi Gold was sitting in his classroom. His chin was resting comfortably on his hands as he was trying to figure out what took place that made Nathan so sad all of a sudden. And as he was sitting there, he noticed that there were two boys standing right next to him in the classroom of Remel. And Sammy's brother, Chaim. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't notice you before, boys. Uh, can I help you? Rebbe, we came to Rebbe because we're not sure if we're saying Lashon Hara. And we're a little concerned that it might be Lashon Hara. If it is Lashon Hara, Rebbe, could, could Rebbe please not accept it? Of course, of course. But if sure it's too well, if you're coming to be together, obviously there's something of great concern that happened that you're trying to bring to my attention. There is, Rebbe. You see, Rebbe, I'm uncomfortable because it has to do with Sammy. And Rumble said, and I'm uncomfortable because it has to do with Sammy. And, and we, we, we're not really, I mean, even though sometimes we say things and maybe make Sammy, like, get in trouble, like, or make fun of him. or I mean, that's, like, usually out of fun. But here, we, we don't want him to get in trouble. Well, what happened with Sammy? We think, we think Sammy stole Nussin's watch. Sammy stole Nussin's watch? How's that possible? Well, he, he didn't steal it, like like take it off his wrist and force him. He didn't steal it quite. But we think, based on what, what we, we learned in, 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 in Chumash in fifth grade with Mrs. Yudkovsky, we think that maybe... Mrs. Yudkovsky? Oh, try that again. We think, based on what we learned in third grade with Rabbi Yudkovsky... <clears throat> That, that Sammy maybe was a stealer. Wow, what happened? Well, because we learned this concept of low sachmud, that you're not allowed to want other people's things. 
And if you want them so much that you get them to be given to you, that's an Avera of the Aserse Dibros. And, and Sammy, you see, he, he really wanted the watch. He really wanted it very badly. And, and he asked Nassim for it. And, and, and Nassim gave it to him. Nassim gave him the watch? He gave him the watch for free? No, no, it wasn't free. He paid him for it. But this needs clarification. I want you boys to stay right here. The Rebbe went to the intercom system and he paged the office. Is it possible to please to page Sammy and to page Nussan to my classroom? Yes, Rebbe Gold, the secretary said. Sammy and Nussan, please report to your classroom immediately. And five minutes later, Sammy and Nussan were standing together with Vremel, together with Chaim, together with Rebbe Gold. Sammy looked from everyone. He didn't know why he was there. Nasan looked around. He didn't know why he was there. And the Rebbe spoke up and the Rebbe said, Nasan, I want you to tell me, how did your watch, how did your watch get on Sammy's wrist? Um, I gave him my watch and he put it on his wrist. Aha. Uh-huh. And why did you give him your watch? Because Sammy gave me $200. 200 Hundred dollars? Well, the watch cost one hundred fifty, and Sammy gave me extra. Were you happy to give your watch to Sammy? Well, not not really. So why did you do it? Because Sammy asked me so many times, and 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 he said it was a mitzvah because now he'd be able to be on time, um, and he'd be able to he'd be able to. I mean, I don't know if he told me because I'm on time, but he'd be able. To, I don't know. He told me it's a mitzvah. I forgot why exactly. So you didn't want to give him your watch. Not really, but 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 uh, he kept asking me, and and he asked you more than two times. He, well, he did, yeah. Sammy, is that true? Yes, Rabbi, it's true. And 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 I was very careful. I know that Rabbi said that you now do chamas, and chamas is you say you give this to me, and I'm going to pay for you. Or you grab it, and you give him the money. I didn't grab it. I didn't just grab it and give him the money. That that would be a chamas, like we learned in the Gemara. But but no, no. I, I I asked him. I asked him very politely. I was very polite. I said, please, could you give it to me, pretty please? And I really asked him very nicely, and and I gave him two hundred dollars. And Sam was talking very fast. Well, you know how how sometimes kids do when they know they're really wrong, but they don't want to admit that they know they're wrong because they don't want to really be wrong. So Sam. Sammy was doing that kind of thing. And the Rebbe held up his hand and said, Sammy, Chaim and Avramel watched you ask for the watch. And they watched as Nussan gave it to you. And they felt that Nussan didn't really want to give it to you. Well, of course he wants to for, for $200. That's a lot of money. It's $50 more than... And, and But Nussan said something to the effect, I think they told me, that that he worked really hard for the watch. Yeah, but... yeah. One second, Sammy. So he didn't want to give it to you, and you forced him to give it to you because you wanted it, right? Yeah, but that's low sachmud. Once you ask more than twice, but 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 it was a mitzvah, and 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 and, and then I could do my homework, and I, Rebbe, I can learn the Gemara so nicely. I'll be a big Talmud Chacham. His watch will make me a Talmud Chacham. He, so he'll get the zechus of being making me a Talmud Chacham. It, it, of course, that's what he wants, right? And and so it's like Nichalei I'm sure he wants me to become a Talmud Chacham, and it's going to be his credit because he gave me the watch. He sold me the watch, and Sammy, this act, as Avramel and Chaim both remembered. From fifth grade, this is an act of gazela. It's considered stealing. 
Do you want to be a goslin? Do you want to become a Tamil Chacham because you stole someone's watch? Oh, that's a great thing to be a Rosh Hashiva. When you go to get a job to be a Rosh Hashiva of a big Yeshiva, you're going to say, and to your Bakram, you're going to say in a speech, you're going to say, I became a big Rosh Hashiva because I'm a goslin. That's a great speech to give, right? That's like encouraging all your Bakram and Yeshiva to go steal stuff. Rabbi Chas Vashogam, I don't mean that, Sammy said. He was almost like ready to burst into tears. Well, the Torah says that when you steal, that if you return the, that which you stole is a mitzvah raisa, and if you do, the Gemara explains, it's a lav hanitek it undoes the avera. If you give back the watch to Nasan, Nasan will give you your money back, it will undo the avera that you did of stealing. It was a reluctant Sammy that gave back the watch. He wasn't so happy that he lost the opportunity to become a Tamil Chacham with the watch. But his Rebbe, knowing really what was motivating Sammy, was a good heart. He said to Sammy, Sammy, if you work hard and you learn a lot of Torah and you chazer what we learn in class every single day, you can be a Tamil Chacham even without a fancy MP3 player watch. And Sammy said, Amen, Rebbe. Thank you. And unfortunately, or fortunately, we have to conclude the story here. Thank you all for listening, and have an awesome night.